Utalk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. On the web at utalkradio.com. On today's show, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. Some of it's crazy and some of it's serious. And of course, it's all about you talking to us. So we want to hear from you. Don't forget to call us at 1-855-50, the letter U, talk. That's 1-855-508-8255. And you can also reach us on the web at utalkradio.com. Hey guys, have you seen or heard the Uber commercials? No, oh, yeah. I haven't I have. actually seen them. <laughs> it's kind of a not-so-typical job that uh, allows you to be your own boss and uh, work whenever you want to. Um, they're saying you can turn your car into cash, so uh, make it a money-making machine by getting uh, paid for driving people around. The hilarious yeah. thing is one time I was somewhere and like somebody came up to my car and asked me if I was Uber. Like... <laughs> that's funny and i said no no this is not uber like they were almost got in my car and i was like what there's a strange guy about to get in my car well did you guys know that they're now uber is now pulling celebrities into it no way they haven't invited us yet yeah i mean come on i heard a story about uh joe jonas was a driver really yeah the people like he pulled up and the people were like you're Joe Jonas. He's like, yeah, I'm your Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Wouldn't that have sucked if it was like some like middle-aged couple and they're like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what a nice kid. He drove us. <laughs> you, you look like a nice boy. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'd like to talk to someone who has either, like if you've been picked up by a celebrity as your Uber driver or you are an Uber driver and what it's like to make money off of your car and not have a boss or have to be stuck in an office all day. So let us know. Reach out to us and we want to hear. Let's go to the phones right now. We have Joyce on the line. Hey, Joyce, what's up? Hey, um, I have this question. It might be a dumb question, but, you know, anyway, I'm just going to ask. I just got this job, and it's been, like, three weeks that I've been working here, and they gave me vacation time before because I had to go to this wedding, like my cousin's wedding in Tokyo. And, well, the thing is, you know, it's part-time, and I see this job opening somewhere else, and it's, like, a full-time job. And, well... I need the money but i feel bad <laughs> yeah I, I just feel like because like these people are really nice and they hired me and i just started working like is it bad if i you know applied for the other job and I, I i just don't know what to do you know well so you actually haven't gotten hired or applied for the other job yet right? no i want to apply to the other job but i just feel bad because i mean they need references and stuff you know and yeah well i definitely would not use your current job as a reference <laughs> yeah, no. you're gonna bail you know not to, I'm not to try to tell you to be like deceptive or anything, but it's, I think, respectful to give them notice if you are going to quit. But if you haven't even gotten the other job yet, I don't see any harm in you going out and applying for the job because you can also say no when you get the full-time job. And who knows, you may not even get the job. I mean, I'm trying not trying to be a downer here. Sorry, Joyce. <laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I, it, you're not being deceptive. If you haven't been offered the job, you haven't even applied for it. Because who knows how long it could take too to go through their their process of, of uh, elimination as or how many positions are open. I mean, it could be weeks, it could be a month, and like Larissa said, you may not get it. Um, who knows? Yeah, but uh, another thing is because like you know, this is my first job. The part time thing is my first job from oh. graduating. I mean, it, it, I was like unemployed for like six months before. I don't know, like. Well, I think it's great that you want to be respectful to your employers because, you know, you should be honest with them. But at the same time, I think with standard, you know, employment practices, like people know, like you, you can, you always want to have, you want to go for a job that's something better, especially if you're only working part time. Like how many hours are you working a week? Like 15. 
Yeah, and that's not even like 20, exactly half hours. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you could conceivably be working for a second part-time job. I mean, I have friends who work like three part-time jobs just because, you know, one part-time job doesn't cover what they need and they weren't able to find a, a full-time job. But I think you can keep your, your options on the table. Okay. Yeah, and as long as you do what's right. I mean, for example, if let's say you you apply for this other job, they decide to hire you, give the proper notice to your current job. The important thing is for you to do what's right. And then if if the opportunity comes for you to leave the job, then go to them and be totally honest. And, and I don't know the, how they could fault you. Um, you have to live. You can also use that new job as leverage, too, for your current job. So, like, if there is a possibility to sure. be full-time oh, and they yeah. don't want you to, you know, lose you, then you can say, like, hey, I was offered another job at this other place full-time. I really like working here part-time, but it's just part-time and I need to pay my bills. You know, you know, is there any opportunity for me to be full-time? And, it, and you know, in, in some sense, it's like it puts the pressure off of you to quit. And you say, like, if they say, like, well, no, we can't do that, they'll understand because they can't offer you what you need. Well, thank you so much, Joyce, for calling, and, and good luck yeah. with everything. And let us know how it goes. If you get the new job or, or not, we'd love to hear from you. You can go to our website. You can text us and phone us, and uh, we'll talk to you later, Joyce. Cool. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Don't go anywhere. We've got a lot more to come right after this. You Talk Radio yeah. with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. Call us at 855-50-U-TALK. Hey, Steve. You like to be with other drummers, don't you? Absolutely, Larissa. We all drummers stick together, no pun intended. Okay. (laughs) And you just all twirl drumsticks together (laughs) and clash cymbals together. And I think you like to connect with those guys that are all playing for major concert acts. Yep. But every once in a while, you like to hang out with some up-and-comers, right? All the time. And you usually like to ask these drummers, or anyone else for that matter, three questions. Because that's a little segment we like to call Three For You, where you take a mic and you go and ask people three really cool questions. So, Steve, who did you get to do Three For You with this time? It was with my buddy Eric Peterson. He's playing with a band called Boy Hits Car. Three For You. So, Eric, tell me, what is your latest project? What are you guys working on? We just released our album. We're just really touring, touring, touring to press that album. Hoping everyone picks up a copy and loves it because we certainly love it. What are you passionate about besides drums? Really the feeling of being on stage and the goal of getting there, whether I've been a part of country music, roots, reggae, Latin jazz, it doesn't matter. The connection you get with the audience and the energy that the two, you know, the stage versus the audience and the the energy that the two of those put together. I'm passionate about creating music that people enjoy and can be positive about. Nice. Okay, now, if you had the opportunity tomorrow to speak at a high school commencement, what advice, what nugget of wisdom would you give to the students sitting there waiting to grab their diploma? I would say formulate a plan as soon as you can, even if it's not the plan you're going to stick with the rest of your life. I mean, anyone who thinks they're only doing one thing in life is greatly mistaken. You're going to do a million things in life, whether it's flip burgers or be an account executive for name that law firm. Formulate a plan and execute. Short-term goals, long-term goals, but put the thought into it. If college is your thing, do it. If you don't want to do the college and you want to do trade school, do it. If you want to try and be a rock star, do it. But don't sit around and talk about what you could have done. you got to bite the bullet, think of a plan, and, and get up and move and do it. 
just do it like they say in Nike. That's right. Yeah. I actually liked what he said at the very end, though, because, um, you know, a lot of people don't have a plan. You, so the fact that I, and I didn't expect that from a drummer. I mean, sorry, maybe I'm being stereotypical Please. of musicians. <laughs> normally you guys just don't even have to read a chart most of the time. Oh, so. we do. We do. Now you're trying. You're going to insinuate next that drummers are simple minded. Simple minded. Absolutely. Uh, OK. <laughs> I couldn't resist. OK. Enough time jokes. Um, but anyways, just the fact that, you know, he actually was encouraging people to have some goals and to have a plan and to execute it. And even just telling people, like, it may not be the exact plan, the, you know, the whole the rest of your life, but, you know, that you just need to have one. Yeah, you need to have some kind of a plan. If you aim at nothing, you're going to hit it every time. So you can always change your plan. You can change direction, but you've got to have that momentum. Well, Steve, you're not the only one involved with music here on You Talk. Larissa, earlier this year, you released a new album. Talk to us about it. You know, yeah. I know I can dish out those musician jokes, but I am one myself. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful. I have a new album. It's called Love and Discovery, and it's a EDM, pop, and R&B album. It Very is nice. hot. It is hot. Gotta get one. Thanks, Steve, yeah. for the plug. Hey, Larissa, what would you say to someone who wants to get into the music industry? Get out. Get out now. (laughs) Yeah, I think I might echo that. There's a lot of competition. You know, it's one of those things where you really need to learn about the industry as much as you can because it is such a strange industry that keeps changing that there Mm -hmm. are kind of no rules anymore. So, it you know, back in the day, it used to be like, hey, I get signed a record label and they're going to promote my record and and all that good jazz and they're going to discover you. And that's not the case anymore. It's where they really want you to kind of do a lot of your groundwork, whether it's having YouTube views or being on tour or, you know, kind of making your own thing happen first before they even sign you or a lot of times you don't even need a record company because a lot of times people just waste money at record companies and I've seen projects like never even get released because I used to work for a record company so I would just say the more you learn about the industry not just being a musician but other aspects the business aspects and distribution and marketing like the better off you're going to be because if you're just doing one thing in the music industry your odds are a lot less you know that you're going to succeed. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, it's just it's a it's been turned upside down. Yeah, I mean, I hate to be so bleak about it, but you know, more importantly, too, I mean, beyond that, learning about it. But you know, you have to be good at your craft. So if you are going to be a musician or a singer or a songwriter, you just got to keep doing it and practicing it and just doing it till you get to the point where people are wanting to pay you money to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, important factor to remember. Very. Well, you know, music is such a huge part of our culture, and I know for the three of us, there's not a lot of silent time at home or in our cars when we're driving. Nope. No, because you guys are playing my album, Love and Discovery, of right? Course. We all obviously, you know, blasting it and singing along with it, maybe. Playing and, drums on my, mm-hmm. my dashboard. Um, but Steve, you know, you like to always go out with that roving mic for our street talk segment. And someone had an interesting music-related question for us. Yes. Street talk. Hi, my name is Ashley. And if you could make a playlist of five songs describing your life right now, what would they be? Wow, five songs, huh? Yeah, well, mm. you know what? For the sake of time, let's just do one each. We can start compiling a list. So, Katie, what would be one song that, that kind of describes your life or something that you're really listening to? And Well, I am listening to Taylor Swift's album over and over, but I would probably say the song off of that album would be Shake It Off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's yeah. a fun song. It is. Mm-hmm. 
I'd have to say I keep going back to a Mark Ronson song with Bruno Mars called Uptown Funk. Oh, yeah. That's it's, cool. it's just kind of it's a, not old school, but it's a fun song. It's just it makes me want to move. It motivates me. I, I, I like the tune. Well, the song that I have in my head right now is Icy Fire by Ed Sheeran. Oh, nice. oh I like him. He's got good it's, songs. And that's an amazing song that was written for the Desolation of Smog, the Hobbit movie. Of course. Mm-hmm. And I thought it just fits so perfectly. I I just love the moodiness of it all. And I don't know, maybe I'm a moody gal. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we have a lot more to talk about. We'll be back after this. You Talk Radio. 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 You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. Call us at 855-50-U-TALK. Welcome back to You Talk. Okay, before we go to the phones, whoa, uh, somebody's missing in the studio. Katie, where's Larissa? Oh, she had to step out, but she'll be back before the call. All right, well, in the meantime, while we wait for her, do you have any random facts? I mean, after all, you are the fact girl. So anything about music, relationships, any of that kind of stuff? Just before the break, we were talking about music. Here's some interesting facts on music and relationships. Are you ready? (laughs) That's an interesting combo, music and relationships, yeah. Did you know that men and women who listen to similar music tend to be better communicators and have longer-lasting relationships? Whoa, okay. So it's like, you know, if you're into hip-hop and rap, then you need to find a a woman or a man who's into it, and you're going to be together longer. Is that what you're saying? Interesting. Here's another interesting one, because video games are so popular now. They're so popular that I believe there's even an illness, a brand new illness that you can be diagnosed with. Yeah, I saw that on on some news feed or something, that you now can claim some kind of an illness because of playing too much video games. Yeah, and uh, women who play more online video games tend to be happier in their relationships than those who don't. Seriously? Yeah. It's usually dudes that are playing video games, you know, at like all hours of the day and night. Well, maybe that's because the women learn the games and then they can play with their men. Oh, that's true. Instead of just sitting there having their men ignore them while they play. Ah. And uh, (laughs) falling in love... It's it's like a drug. You've heard that saying, right? Absolutely. Love is a drug. It's actually true because falling in love can act as a potent painkiller as it stimulates the brain's reward pathway. Okay, it's time for me to fall in love. I want to get on the reward pathway. All right, well, it looks like Larissa's back in the studio. Ladies, let's go to the phones. The number to call is 855-50-U-TALK. We want to welcome a caller out there. Gina, thank you so much for joining our show. What's on your mind? Welcome, Gina. Hi, guys. Um, So... My mom is a divorced woman, and so she goes on dates, and um, she always tells me, like, oh, she never pays for her meals or anything like that. The guys that take her out, like, they always pay, you know? And it's just, like, their way of saying, hey, I'm interested in you, and you're worth it. Um, But for me and my friends, um, sometimes we feel like, well, yeah, maybe let the guy pay for the first meal, but, you know, if we're also interested, then, you know, we got to kind of pay for a coffee or tea or even a meal here and there, you know? So I just kind of want to know your opinion on that. 
I say, hey, ladies, you pay. <laughs> okay, I guess that's not really cool, though. That's a, a, I'm not getting any response from Katie and, and Larissa. It's like, okay, they're going to ignore me. On crickets, <laughs> crickets, crickets. Well, look, I think it depends on what type of date. I mean, if it's a first date, like, you know, a lot of people are doing now, like, the coffee thing where, you know, there are no expectation and no one's really buying anybody coffee. Everybody just goes up to Starbucks and pays for your own coffee. Um, but, you know, if the guy is a gentleman, I mean, call me old-fashioned, but I think it's kind of a old nice old-fashioned like a nice gesture if a guy is like interested in pursuing and wooing you um to actually pay for something like coffee because that's cheap i mean i just had a discussion with this with my friends the other day and we're kind of split like we think the the guy should pay on the first date or if he asks you he should pay but if you ask the guy out or say hey let's go get coffee uh, we think the girl should pay if she asks the guy and we also think like it should be split. If you're in a relationship with someone, don't just pay on their birthday. Like, offer to pay several, you know, other times throughout the your dating. Some people they they told me that their dates never pay, and they always have to pay. I don't think that's right. I think the guy should offer to pay. Another reason why I'm asking this is actually I went on on a date with this guy, and it was like I think our third or fourth date, and um the the waiter came with our bill, and then um like he was looking at me like oh you know like are you gonna pay you know and so I was the guy's like, looking at you. So he actually kinda. was thinking wow. you would pay for the uh-huh. whole thing. Well, yeah, he kind of gave me the eye, and I was like okay whatever like yeah I can pay like I make money sure you know and then uh when I brought up my wallet he was like oh no it's okay i'll pay but it was actually a test oh so, so there's actually oh. guys out there who test to see if a girl is willing to pay or not yeah i think that's always kind of a tricky thing but you know I, it is kind of true like i think what katie said it's like if you ask the person to go somewhere like maybe you should pay i, I think it's worth a gesture especially if you're not super serious like to offer i mean maybe yeah. i've been spoiled but i've dated a lot of like gentlemen who've you know like paid or maybe i'll offer to pay the tip if they end up like insisting that they pay so at least like i'm not getting you know off scot free so to speak <laughs> yeah, yeah and you know i honestly i'm kind of the old-fashioned guy i still would open the door and you know, want to pay or whatever, but I think it, it depends upon that relationship. And and uh, I'm not so sure about the testing thing, but I guess you just have to work it through. Yeah. You know, if you know, if you guys are like college students, obviously no one's got a lot of money. It makes a lot of sense to like not, you know, expect the guy to pay every single time. But if he just even pays for something small like coffee, you know what I think is actually the best way to know if a guy is truly generous is if he pays for other people that are not his date. Ooh. Yes. Oh, that's, okay. I've gone out with guys that. that like it doesn't matter if they're dating or not. They they will pay for like other friends that are girls or even like guys and so or their moms and stuff like that so keep that in mind as well hey That's interesting yeah. <laughs> hey well thanks for calling you talk radio gina stay in touch okay thank you guys we've got lots more on today's show right after the break we'll be talking about surviving in a crazy broken world stay with us values-based solutions this is you talk radio you talk we listen you talk radio it's You Talk Radio, online at utalkradio.com. Welcome back to You Talk Radio. Larissa is attending to something she just couldn't get out of, but Steve, the show must go on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We're in showbiz. That's a showbiz term, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. And we want all of you to know You Talk is a safe place to talk about what's on your heart and mind. You can reach out to us by calling one 508 8255 or on our social media at Utah Radio. You can also text us at 411247 and make sure you use the word Utah. You can also go online at utahradio.com. 
You know, Katie, I've noticed an increasing trend on social media with people just expressing their concerns, anxiety, even fears and trying to survive in this crazy, broken world in which we live. It's. It, I'd like to take a few minutes, if we can, to unpack some of the things we see and hear um, and, and maybe share some thoughts on how to not just endure what's happening, but actually to change the world and stuff that we see happening. Well, we've actually got a question from Josh. Oh, cool. On He sent it to us on Instagram that fits right in with this discussion, and he wants to know, do you think the world is getting better or will it keep getting worse? Katie, that's uh, that, that's a pretty strong question. You know, if you will have it, it, it's and I think people may not be asking it, but they're thinking it. Uh, so, Josh, here's some thought. Let's, Katie, let's do it this way. Let's start with you. Let's say that you're having coffee with a friend, and who's got the same question as Josh, and they've expressed it to you about this craziness. And and what advice would you give to that friend? Uh. I like to look at it as this. I don't know if the world is getting worse or it's just more known because there's huh. always been bad stuff that's gone on. But with yeah. social media and Internet, it's it's more instant. And like we hear about it right now. Yeah. It, I mean, it, everything is instantaneous. And I mean, you know, the fear of missing out, FOMO, that, that kind of stuff. I mean, everybody is just glued to their phones, their tablet, whatever. Yeah. And it's like back in the day, like it, it took a while for people to hear the news that happened. I mean, there was always bad stuff that happened. There was all the wars and... Disease. I mean, disease. there's, a lot of I mean, there's always whatever. been a lot of stuff. I mean, I think the world's gotten a little worse in some ways, but it's yeah. just more you hear about it more. So that's why it seems like it's worse because it's always in your face now. As before, it, it wasn't really in your face about what was going well, on. And, and people have the tool of social media where they can bully, they can, uh, you know, they can, you know, there's a, a meanness that comes out even more, but, but it is instantaneous with these disasters and you see it and it's vivid. And it can bother you. It can cause anxiety. Yeah. And, and people aren't as nice as they used to be. So there is a lot more problems going on where, you know, people with shootings and well, yeah, so you know, it, it, it is worse in a way. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I don't even want to read my news feeds. I get a bunch of them, you know, it's and too frequently. It's, you know, we hear about another politician or producer entertainer who's been accused of sexual harassment or natural disasters. I mean, the fires recently in, in, in Southern California and floods and extreme weather and and I saw a news clip recently where, where these houses were just swept away by a mudslide, and the authorities think there's people on the houses, but they, they haven't been able to find them yet. I mean, this is crazy, let alone another school shooting. It seems to me like school shootings are, are not random anymore. It's just kind of, oh, okay, another school shooting. It, it almost It's like it gets you know pushed down in its importance. You know, back in the day with a newspaper, it would be on page two. Well, you know, it, it might be buried deeper online in a news feed, and yet it's serious when somebody loses their life in a school or a concert shooting or whatever it is. Yeah, it really is. But also, I, I think he wanted to know, Josh wanted to know, if, if the world we think is going to get any better. I think there you should always hold out hope and 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 the world will get better and well just, aren't we all we, about going mad here Katie yes making we are. a difference so you know? I, yeah you beat me to it because I was just gonna <laughs> say why don't we start making the world better as individuals if you start then you're gonna start the chain and maybe someone else will do it and then yeah, you'll see it, a change it's one person at a time and and I think we don't have to just settle for trying to survive or what's going on we can change the world one day at a time one person at a time and you know one of the 
simplest things I think we can do is it's just timeless wisdom. Treat other people the way we want to be treated. Exactly. Um, okay. If somebody is frightened, then comfort them. If somebody is, you know, struggling, they're lonely. I mean, just treat others the way you want to be treated. Change the world. Decide you are going to change the world one day, one person at a time. You know, we we don't have to just settle. We don't have to. We can look around and say, what can I do to make a difference? Now, we can't change natural disasters, but no. we can help those that are affected by it. Um, we can't uh, change, um, you know, unfortunately, if a school shooting happens or a concert shooting, but we can help those who have been victimized. There's a lot of things we can do one person at a time, one day at a time. Um, you know, one of the simplest things I think we could do that would make a huge difference in our world is just the way we treat people. You know, if somebody is afraid, you don't make fun of them. You don't bully them. If they're anxious about what's going on in the world, you help them. You treat them as as you would want to be treated. That's timeless wisdom. Look for that one thing you can do, and it might not be some huge thing like discovering a cure for cancer, although that would be awesome. But there are things that we can do to help other people. There are things that we can do to make a change. There are things we can do to change this world. Um, It may not get better worldwide, but it could get better in our world, our sphere of influence at home, at school, on the job. Don't sit. Katie, you know, I, I just, I don't like that. People sit back and they complain. They use social media as a platform to complain or, you know, say the end of the world is coming. And we don't know that. Nobody really knows. But let's not just sit around and wait for something to happen. Let's make a difference. Let's change what we see going on. And a lot of people, me and my friends have actually just gotten into this discussion. And it's like, well, why are they why are they doing that? Why are they treating me that way? Why are they doing that to the world? You know, like what what it's their problem. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's not my problem. It's their problem. And I've heard that a lot. It's not me, it's them. It's like are you sure? It's <laughs> really? just hello? them. Yeah, hello. And, and I, I I always like to say, you know, if you change yourself, then you're going to change the people around you. Absolutely. It's an environmental thing. It, it's an environment it really is. and and you pick up on other people's the their vibes they're giving it, you know, if you start to change and people see that and notice it and you're you're sending off different vibes and that's going to change them. And it, it's like the ripple effect. You're yeah, going to keep changing. In a sense, it's leadership. You know, I think people are looking for somebody else to take the first step, you know, and we got to stop standing around being a crowd, you know, the, the crowd mentality. Take the first step, okay? Be a risk taker. Jump out there in front and and um, make a difference. And uh, Larissa loves to talk about this, but since she's not here and we've missed her input, I think we'd like to hear her in a different form. That's a good idea, Katie. Uh, You know, we've got a very appropriate song of Larissa's that's already queued up. I think we need to play it. It's a tune called Turn This World Around, and she's joined on the song by hip-hop artist Only One. I think you're going to love the song. I want you to check it out. And put into practice what it says. Take the stuff we've been talking about with the song and let's go mad. Let's make a difference. Turn it all 
superhero fly through the sky And save the whole world instead of living a lie No more laughing till you're silly and you're out of your mind When the girl to your left and the boy down the cries No more living in a nation that has money to store Even when poor we have more than the country next door No more hating on your sister or on anyone else No more killing your brother for the sake of yourself No more giving man a fish so he can eat for a day Let's teach the man the fish before we send him on his way We can all make that decision individually And change this world for the better, eventually Make a difference. We can change this world for the better. You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. We're back with more You Talk Radio. You know, one of our fave things to talk about on the show is going mad, making a difference. Uh, in our last segment, before we took a break, we heard from Larissa uh, on this very topic from, from one of her tunes called Turn This World Around. Uh, it's a great song. It's it's motivational. It's a song that, that we need to listen to because we can make a difference. There's a lot of ways that we can go mad. And I'm not talking about crazy, Katie. You're looking at me like I'm nuts, which is probably true. But there are a lot of ways that we can make a difference in the world. Yeah, there are. And, and even simple stuff. Like people think, oh, I have to do something huge to make a difference. But no, you don't. It could be something very simple as, you know, helping an elderly neighbor or picking up trash on the ground or you don't have to do something huge. Just start small. You know, I heard a story one time where uh, there was a, um, a young guy on the beach and um, he walked up and there was starfish for, for whatever reason, all over this part of the beach. And he picked up one and threw it into the ocean. And this older man came up and said, what do you think you're doing? I mean, look at all these starfish. Are you going to pick up every single one and throw it into the ocean? And, and the young guy said, no, but he said, for the one I threw in, I did make a difference. It just takes one thing, you know, it, and maybe that one thing we do can motivate somebody else. And we like to hear from our listeners, you know, on this very topic. We like to know what you are doing to make a difference. What Maybe you could send us a video of something. Maybe you've got a story of somebody in your campus, but reach out to us. Reach out to us on social media at Utah Radio uh, or our website, utahradio.com. Whatever it is, let us know what you're doing to make a difference, or you can also also ask us a question. Maybe you need some help. You need some ideas uh, of what you can do in a particular situation. Yeah. And I think we have a listener who wants some help along the lines of 
helping his friends and oh, wanting to make a difference in their lives. All right, cool. So Jared, one of our uh, listeners, sent a text and he said, I've got some friends who seem to be really struggling. They've become withdrawn from almost everything and everyone. They don't smile or laugh much anymore. I've heard a couple of them say they wish they could find a way out of this life. What can oh. I do to help them? You know, I don't, let me just pick up right there. I don't like to hear, I wish I could find a way out of this life. Um, and, and, you know, you think of uh, even celebrities. Um, I, for some reason, I'm thinking of Robin Williams right now, the comedian who took his own life. How is it that he could make us fall off a couch laughing? It, he was just, and he was always so spontaneous. In a number of the movies uh, that he did, I remember them saying uh, that it was, he just did it off the cuff. And yet it's as if he didn't feel he had somebody he could talk to. Um, you know, you think about musicians who have taken their lives. And, and they're so brilliant when it comes to writing songs and performing them, but they it's like they don't feel like they have somebody to talk to. So first of all, Jared, I'm really grateful that this you're, you're being sensitive anyway to these friends. Maybe they haven't asked you yet, but it's a good step to be sensitive and, and, and look around you and say, wow, somebody's hurting. Don't ignore, you know, it, it, the, get your eyes off yourself which is what he's done, and on other people, and he wants to help. Yeah, and uh, Jared, you know, one of the best ways is just being there for them. You know, they may not have told you what's going on, but you can sense that something's not right, and you're kind of, you're going to other people, which is a huge thing you can do for your friends, because if they are wanting a way out of this life, that's not a good thing. And they, not at all. Not at no. all. And they really need the support, and just be there for them. And they may not... If, if you're kind of like, well, I know there's something wrong, it, that may be too much for them if they're feeling that way. So approach it differently. Just come at it like, hey, I, you're, you seem a little different. And, and, you seem you know, down. You, you know, seem what's down. Going on? And, and, you know, just talk to me and, and see what they say. Yeah, and, don't push them, you know, because some people take a little bit of time to want to unload what what they're carrying that 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 burden that they're carrying that hurt that they're carrying maybe they don't feel it's safe to share it so i think katie what you said earlier about just being there just being there for them uh take them to go do something hey let's go grab a cup of coffee get them out of that situation but i think be consistently there because i think sometimes we get frustrated when we're trying to help somebody else we're not getting a response we say hey well forget it i'm out of here then if you don't really want help you're struggling that's not that's not appropriate. That's not helpful. That's not going to benefit this other friend of yours. No. And something I've learned when helping people is let them come to you. Be there for them, but don't push them to talk. And most of the time they will come to you. If if they see you're there and you're not pushing them and you're just kind of, you know, hey, let's hang out. Like how are you doing today? Then then they'll know and they'll they'll come to you. Just be patient. Yeah, be consistent. Be there. Uh, be that solid rock if you will have it in their life. But um, be aware. Just be aware of what's going on around you in your home. Uh, on your campus, on your team, at work, whatever it happens to be, be aware. Well, hey, there's still more you talk to come right after this break. We're going to continue our discussion about making a difference, about going mad. Don't go anywhere. You talk. Taking your questions at 855-50-U-TALK. This is You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. 
Katie, we've had a great show today. Uh, we've missed having Larissa with us in the, the second half of the show, but she's spoken very um, strongly through her music, which we really appreciate. And before we wrap things up, before we say goodbye, um, I have a question for you, Katie. Most everybody I know, and I think in general, People want to know that they matter. They want to make a difference. They want to change the world. They want to make it a better place, but they don't often know how to do that. They don't know how to get started. So what's one or two things you would suggest to our listeners that they could start doing almost immediately to make a difference? Uh, I think you're more prone to make a difference if it's in an area that you have an interest in. Oh, okay. Like what? I, I would say like if you're interested in helping your peers or babies or older people or, you know, the sick or homeless, just find an area that interests you and go there. Like I uh, volunteer at a food bank. Okay. Yeah. So I, I like, you know, giving the knowing I'm helping, you know, bring food to a family and and um, yeah, I, what do you really do there, Katie? I mean, it's, it's funny. Food bank, you think oh, people are coming to eat. They're not coming there to eat. And you said help a family specifically, because I, I think it's good to give some very specific ideas for our listeners, things that they might be able to look into doing in their community. So what we do there is like we we get a lot of donations from different stores and then we have different kind of like a grocery store. OK, really? Like, like we have produce and then we have meats and then we have canned goods. How about ice cream? We have ice cream, we have pies, we have cakes, depending on the season. <laughs> My and, kind of place. <laughs> so families will come in or single people or just anybody that needs help with food. And you kind of, you, it's a small donation. So it's like $5 and then they get a week's worth of food. So wow. it's like, you always give the essentials like bread, milk, eggs, mm. and then meat, some sort of meat, some sort of produce. And it's just so nice to see, like there'll be whole families that come in and the little kids, like they're just so grateful. And like, you see them come up to you and you're like hey do you want to pick you know a fruit like you'll see them looking you're like why don't you pick the apple you want to take and their <laughs> eyes just get so big because they're just so happy and grateful for that food and so find an area like that that's just going to make you happy and and that will get you more involved in making a difference well i noticed something too let me go back to something you just said um that they have to pay a few dollars for this you know i think you said five dollars for a week's worth of food I think in this situation, you're protecting their dignity as well, because it's not just here's a handout. They're making an investment. Uh, they, they have a part in it. And I think that's another thing that's important. I mean, you could think about tutoring somebody. Maybe yeah. it's a peer. Uh, maybe somebody who's struggling in biology or chemistry or uh, maybe coaching them in tennis or you know on the drill team or what, whatever it happens to be. But protect their dignity, too, when you're helping somebody. Uh, I think people want help sometimes, but they're afraid to ask for it. They're afraid to accept it. Um, I'll use the word pride, uh, and that's okay, you know. But let's not demean somebody in the process of making a difference. I mean, there's just so many things. I remember um, I was in Northern California. Uh, doing some speaking at some events and and uh, I went and, and uh, picked up my mom and we drove to San Francisco. We both love San Francisco and I said let's go up for lunch and and we'll go to Fisherman's Wharf and so we parked the car and we're walking and there's trash everywhere. It just makes me sick and it's blowing into the bay and so I started picking up pieces of trash. 
and I'm putting them in the trash can. And somebody came up and asked, what are you doing? I said, I'm cleaning up. I'm making a difference. I said, you know what? If all of us just picked up one piece of trash here uh, at the wharf, it would make a huge difference. So it doesn't take much. No, so not whether at all. it's a kind of a generic general thing like picking up trash or whether it's investing in a person's life, we can make a difference if we choose to make a difference. Great ideas. You know, investing in people protecting their dignity, having them play a role in it, and just finding stuff you're interested in, the small things to make a difference. But that's it for now. Thanks for listening. Keep in touch with us on social media at Utah Radio, and don't forget to tell your friends. And remember, Utah is all about you talking to us. So reach out. We'd love to hear from you. See you next week. Utah Radio. Radio. Radio.